This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. Uh, so that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. Hello and welcome to the Everything Iconic Pop Dive with me, Danny Pellegrino, where my guests and I dive into iconic pop culture touchstones. Today we are diving into MTV newlyweds Nick and Jessica. The show ran on MTV for three seasons between August 2003 and March of 2005. The marriage of pop stars Nick Lachey of 98 Degrees and Queen Jessica Simpson started just six months prior to filming the series, and the pair officially announced their divorce in December of 2005, just months after the show finished airing. Produced by Jessica's father, Joe Simpson, 41 half-hour episodes aired, and it even led to a spinoff for the debatably talented Ashley Simpson. During this time, the show spawned a series of specials, magazine covers, products, and pop music. There was the Nick and Jessica Variety Hour, a Christmas special, kissable body products, Disney duets, solo albums, In This Skin for Jessica Simpson, and an album titled Solo for Nick, plus an unaired sitcom pilot called Jessica, and so much more. We watched as this beautiful couple went from newlyweds to divorcees. The show even helped jumpstart a genre of reality TV show featuring celebrity couples going about their daily lives. Shows like Carmen and Dave, Brittany and Kevin Chaotic, Holly's World, and even the upcoming Very Cavallari. These shows have all tried to recreate the magic that was newlyweds. I invited my friend Amanda Hasaka to discuss the impact of the show, iconic moments, and what made the show stand out at the beginning of the reality TV wave of the early aughts. Nick and Jessica have both gone on to successful marriages with other people, including multiple kids between them, but the love between Nick and Jessica Simpson will live on forever in DVD and streaming. This is an Everything Iconic pop dive into MTV's newlyweds Nick and Jessica. Before we get into the show, please follow me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram, and on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Danny. Join the Everything Iconic Facebook group by searching Everything Iconic on Facebook and rate and review this podcast on iTunes if you like it. And thank you to my sponsor, Samsung Technologies, and my producer, Whitney. Without further ado, here's the Everything Iconic pop dive into MTV's newlyweds, Nick and Jessica. Okay, guys, I'm here with my friend Amanda Hasica. I'm so excited you're here. You, I have to just tell a quick story. So you were going to come over and we were going to do a pop dive into Troop Beverly Hills. Oh, yes. Which mm-hmm. is an iconic film and I was getting all prepared for it. And then I got a text a couple days later where you were like, wait a minute, <laughs> hold up. At a stroke of genius. <laughs> a stroke of pure genius where you said, hold up, I think we need to do newlyweds. Yeah. And I haven't dug back into newlyweds in a very long time. Mm-hmm. And because of you, I've been in this weekend 
bender. Where I just been, <laughs> That's a perfect word for it. <laughs> totally. Like a Jessica Simpson bender where I've been listening to her music. I've been watching these episodes. I've been having the best, best time. Yeah. So, I miss her. I love, I, I love her and I miss her, you know, like yeah. where is she? Yeah. What I know is she she's doing? rich. She's rich. And I also just want to mention that you came in dressed as Jessica Simpson. I did. I like really went hardcore cosplay. I'm wearing a pair of overalls right now, which if you are an avid watcher of newlyweds, you know that she wears overalls quite a bit. <laughs> yes. So I kind of did it like on purpose slash accident. So, but I mean, obviously you can't see, but I am wearing overalls. You, you look fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Thank and you. the fashion in the show Ugh. was so much. I was going to ask you later, but do you have a favorite fashion trend from this era? From this era in general or from Jessica? Either or. In terms of Jessica, I love her shawl, like her grandma shawl that she wears constantly. It's like this yellow orange shawl that she just wears all the time and I love it. But I loved, um, I was obsessed with like colored sunglasses where they were like rimless and had like a rhinestone heart or like star. Those I was really into anything like monogrammed. Like I think I had a purse with an A on it and you just think like, yeah, this is, she also has her, (laughs) I know, right. She also has her juicy couture. (sighs) Which those are back now. So that's what I was just going to say. I feel like that whole series, as I've been watching, because I've been sort of doing random episodes this weekend, mm-hmm. I put it on shuffle and it's a lot of juicy couture. Mm-hmm. Not like, just from Jessica, but also from her mom, Tina. Yep. Tina. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure Tina. Joe's wearing them now, but <laughs> Joe. Like, Joe is a character. He really is. What do you think of Joe's? I mean, <laughs> I know this is about newlyweds, but right. what do you think of Joe's transformation? Because now he. I don't think he hangs out I, with Tom Sandoval. Has he come out as a gay man? I don't think anyone from the family has like publicly acknowledged s- acknowledged it. But from what I've read in like reports, it seems like they all kind of know about it. Yeah. And I think like internally as a family, they all accept it. But I don't think it's like you know he's not like marching in pride or anything. So which I find interesting. I mean, you know, I guess. It, Back then, they come from like a super conservative mm-hmm. religious background, obviously. So, they're from Texas, right? They're from Texas. Mm-hmm. And so, in some ways, it would be nice, I think, if he could just be this like out and yeah. just proud kind of person. But, you know, everybody's different. So, the show started in 2003, and this was a weird time in reality TV mm-hmm. because. The Osbournes premiered on MTV the year before. Mm -hmm. And so this was uh, sort of the next step in that celebrity evolution Mm -hmm. with the Osbournes. And it really took off very quickly. Did you watch from the beginning? I did. I have been like an MTV fan just like forever, like real world, Osbournes, literally anything in between. So I definitely watched this like from the jump. And uh, were you a fan of Nick and Jessica before, like in their solo careers? (sighs) Yeah. Like I think I was all in on boy bands, you know, but I think 98 degrees was obviously kind of like a little bit lower on the totem (laughs) pole for me, but I still love them. Like they're making the, or making the music video or whatever. For for I do. I do cherish (sighs) you. Yes. So good. I'm sure that made me gay. I remember like that. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Timmons and that girl like rolling around on the beach yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, I liked them. I liked their music. I mean, I wasn't, I mean, and I was hardcore into Britney. So Britney was like just the top. And then you have the Christina's and the Mandy Moore's and the, and the Jessica Simpsons, yeah. which like, Jessica, dabbled. Jessica was like the low in terms oh, of like sure. pop girls. It was Brittany, Christina, and then Mandy and Jessica. I would say we're kind of on the same level. Right, right. And then seven rungs below them was Willa Ford. <laughs> At the time when Jessica came out, I remember like literally vocalizing to people, she's a vocalist. Because <laughs> like, she came out with that ballad. It was her first single. And I will love the, you forever. Yes. It's just like an airport hanger, I think, in the music video. Yes. I don't know. She tricked us. They all tricked us where it was like, Jessica is the next Celine. She's like the next Mariah, Whitney, Celine. Like she has the vocals. And I would tell everyone, I'd be like, you know, these other girls, like they can dance and stuff, but Jessica can sing. (laughs) I feel like it's because she had a sliver of more range than like Britney's. You know what I mean? Like she was like just a little bit more vocally. Yeah. She would hold a note for longer, but it wasn't necessarily the right note. note. (laughs) She just hauled yeah, it for longer. Yeah. It's like, whoa. <laughs> she did kind of go into the baby voice later on. Mm-hmm. I don't think in the early part of her career she was doing that baby voice, yeah. which we'll talk about when it contends, contends to? When, when it can, what's the word I'm like? Uh, 
pertains to to newlyweds. Couldn't Um, even help you. Yeah. (laughs) But I... I was a huge 98 Degrees fan, and not mm-hmm. necessarily their music, but I think just the look of the men. <laughs> right, right. Because they were kind of more muscly, mm-hmm. and I remember oh, yeah. thinking, like, oh, they're men. Mm-hmm. It, like, the Baxter Boys and NSYNC, they were just, they looked more boyish, and right. the 98 Degrees guys looked huge and muscular, and I always thought Nick was, like, this big, muscly guy, and now rewatching Newlyweds, I'm like, he's definitely really fit, and he looks great, but he's not as big as I necessarily remembered him yeah. to be. Yeah. I can't decide if I'm attracted to him or not. Oh, I'm, I was going to ask you, but I'm very attracted <laughs> because it's like there, I don't know. Like I wasn't though at the, when I watched yeah. new, I was more of a Jeff Timmons. You mentioned Jeff Timmons yeah. and I really liked him. And now just this weekend when I'm rewatching him at 30 years old, cause mm-hmm. he was 30 when this was on. So crazy. And I thought he looked really watching it now. I'm like, he's really hot. Yeah. He, he's attractive for mm-hmm. sure. Like I'm like, I'm not repulsed by him or anything, but I don't, I don't really, he doesn't get. You wet. <laughs> Excuse me. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't get it. I don't. Yeah. He doesn't really do it for me per se. Yeah. I, um, I look back and I'm like, wow, he looked really good. And yeah. He kind of had that Abercrombie look. Totally. Right. Like the long torso and mm-hmm. that damn armband tattoo Those and the sun tattoo. Really bad. Tough. I think this is what confuses me in my attraction to him is you know I'll think he looks really good and then the next scene you'll see him wearing like a visor mm-hmm. and I'm like. Oh, like it just yeah. really, yeah, it's bad, but sometimes um, he's got the longer hair and I like his hair very clean cut. Yeah. It, to me, he looks a little too messy. And when he's got a little bit of a beard, it's kind of a patchy mm-hmm. beard. And so I, I like Nick clean cut. Mm-hmm. Um, and last night I was in an Instagram wormhole of his current pictures. Mm-hmm. I just followed him last night mm-hmm. and he still looks pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Like he does look good for him. Yeah. He's like 40 something now and he still looks really great. Isn't he's 44. An o- he's an Ohio boy. Yeah. He's a Cincinnati boy. I know I'm from Ohio as well. Oh my God. You guys yeah. should just, you should go hang out with him. You guys can <laughs> I would love bond to. over Ohio. I should ask him to come on the show. He would. I, 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 I met him once. <sighs> I, the show that I used to work on, he was a guest host and we were in the dressing room area and one of the other hosts, we were like, oh my God, I can't believe like Nicholas Shea's going to be on today, blah, blah, blah. We started blasting the hardest thing and he like walks out of the room cause he like heard us and there's actually video of it. It's really funny, but he was just like, what the hell? Like he was like really good sport about it and just like started laughing. He's like blast from the past, blah, blah, blah. But we were like busted. Oh. It was so, yeah, I love that. I, I, I know him. I'll just uh, call him up. I love that. So I watched from the beginning too, but I don't really quite remember. I mean, watching back now, of course I remember these moments, but I learned in my binge that it was originally supposed to be Michael Jackson and Lisa Marie Presley. Like they MTV had picked up a show called newlyweds based on their relationship in Mm -hmm. the nineties. And then it never went through. Mm -hmm. And then it was reintroduced to Nick and Jessica when they got married. And then I watched the pilot and when I put on the, I rewatched the pilot Mm -hmm. this weekend and at first, I kind of had this thing where I was like, "This nothing's happening, right? right. Like, it's very slow paced mm-hmm. compared to the reality we like now. Because you're like a Vanderpump Rules, mm-hmm. Bravo fan, mm-hmm. right? And now reality is so, so fast paced. Yeah. So seeing something where it's literally about them cleaning their house. And like going the, to chain restaurants. Exactly. I mean, the, the pilot is literally about Jessica being messy. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I didn't realize... The, one of the most iconic moments from it is that chicken of the sea mm-hmm. bit. Is this chicken what I have or is this fish? I know it's tuna, but it, it says chicken by the sea. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Don't make fun of me right now. I'm not in the mood. You act like you've never had tuna before. I've had tuna fish like sandwiches and stuff like this. Maybe you and I have eaten tuna like this before. Why is it called chicken... By the sea or in the sea? Chicken of the sea is the brand. Oh. You know, because a lot of people eat tuna. It's like a lot of people eat chicken. It's like the chicken of the sea. Okay. I understand that. I was, I read it wrong. And that happened three minutes into the pilot, which is just weird to think that it happened so quickly. Right. But really, it was just such a weird moment to kind of go viral at that mm-hmm. time. It was just kind of Jessica being dumb, mm-hmm. but it became this huge pop culture thing. I mean, she referenced it in her videos. Right. And she was asked about it in every interview. And it was like just a weird moment to become yeah. sort of the most popular moment of yeah. the show. Well, I think what 
made the show so popular and why people were so interested in it is because this was like pre-social media. So you didn't ever really get to see inside celebrities' everyday lives unless they were like doing an interview or like doing true, like, you know, some kind of like MTV, like documentary or something. Mm -hmm. Like it was very, there wasn't a lot of that. And not only, I think they were both really charismatic and had good chemistry. Like, obviously I feel like they got married for a reason and all that kind of stuff. So to be able to like see inside their lives was like mind blowing. Mm -hmm. Whereas now, I mean, you can know what every celebrity is doing at every second of the day. And I mean, this was just like on a level that I think none of us could really comprehend at the time. Yeah, you're so right. It was so voyeuristic in a way Mm -hmm. to see their everyday lives because it was so bland and it was so much like us. Yeah. Not like me. I mean, at that time I was like 13. Yeah, yeah. But just like normal. Like it was cool to see these people who are pop stars just like hiding around their house and just, you know, going to Home Depot and going to chain restaurants. And so as someone from like the suburbs, that was like, you're like, wow, yeah, like I do stuff like that. So. And they also sort of fit these traditional marriage roles Mm. in that it was like Jessica is kind of blonde and ditzy. I thought that Thai massages had happy endings. I was just wondering where mine was. She's messy, and then Nick is very cheap. 20 bucks an hour seems like a lot to fold clothes, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. And he's kind of the man of the house, and he's the one that Jessica always looked to for advice. And then they also had this weird kind of father-daughter relationship, which I never realized until this rewatch, where it's like, She's doing this baby voice with him, and yeah. every time like, she don't be mad at me, <laughs> don't be mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Jesus. But even the pilot, she's like, I spill, I made a boo boo. <laughs> it's like Jessica. <laughs> baby, I messed up. Nick, Nick, I, I made an uh oh. I made, made a boo boo or something. Is I made an uh oh. Yes. Is that when she was um, pouring? Spoke. Instead of pouring water from a vase into the sink, <laughs> she starts. Pouring into the trash can because yeah. that's like just a logical <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> it went all over the floor. I'm, Nick, I made an uh oh. I was like, girl. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a lot. I, I don't know. It's hard too because, yeah, going back and watching it, I don't obviously know Nick as a person. So there really could be these elements of him just being super controlling or like wanting her to be this like perfect wife and put her on this like pedestal of like, you know, you need to. If I'm going to provide for you this way, you need to provide Give for me, me that sex. way. Give me sex. Yeah. yeah very he's tr- constantly saying like, oh, I'm going to, we need to get laid yeah. later. You're not sleeping with me yeah. enough or whatever. Yeah. But then it's like how much of it. So it could be that. Like it could, Nick could be a huge controlling asshole, but it also like, she was only 22 when 22. they got married. She And she even mentioned, you know, I think in the pilot, she talks about how she grew up just going from hotel to hotel and having people pick up after her. And she never really had to do anything for herself. I had a record deal since I was 14 years old, always like living in hotels. Like people always cleaned up after me. Maids come in and make the bed. And so I didn't really have to like this like upkeep thing. So I think that's been the biggest adjustment. Where's that balance? Like how much of it is it Nick just being, you know, toxic male and how much of it is Jessica just being a dumb 22 year old? Yeah. I mean, 20, the difference between 22 and 30, Nick was 30. Mm-hmm. That's such a huge difference yeah. in your maturity level and everything. It, it's amazing that it worked for as long as it did yeah. with them. Going back to the show, the pilot in the first season, it was such an interesting point in their lives because their careers were completely in transition. Jessica had just come off the irresistible Tara. Her attempt at being like super sexy, even I don't know how old was I, like maybe 13 or 14 when I watched that, and I was like, no, you're not fooling me. <laughs> <laughs> also, she was she's literally the worst dancer ever. Yeah. Like she cannot it's dance. Bad. Like those the, I just remember that music video and she has like those really low-cut pants, and it's just like, no. <laughs> just was, don't. One, I think it was the song A Little Bit. They gave her a cane for her dancing. Oh my was, gosh. Do you yes. remember that? Yeah. Oh <laughs> my like, god. She's doing a lot of like cane points. They're like, let's give her a prop, maybe that'll <laughs> make it us. look like she knows what she's doing or something. Oh, <laughs> uh, when I need a pick me up, I just just watch like live live performances from Jessica Simpson because they're just so yeah. funny. She cannot dance. Yeah. It was just a weird so a weird time. So she was coming off that irresistible era, and then this was going into the sweetest sin. So the first season is about her. You know, she's recording sweetest sin. Mm-hmm. She does the video, mm-hmm. and they're trying to move her career in a more sexy direction. Mm-hmm. 
And the Nick's also going solo, right? Nick's going solo from 98 Degrees. So it was a weird, it was an interesting point in their lives where they're making new music and we're seeing it because like you said earlier, we're kind of being voyeurs into these celebrities' lives Mm -hmm. in a way that we hadn't done before. Mm -hmm. And so we were actually getting to see how they're making these albums, which previously we'd only seen like a making the video or like a half an hour special about Mm -hmm. it. And here we're seeing like a season long arc and what they're doing when they leave the studio and playing music for each other at home and that kind of thing. It was very interesting. Well, I love the episode. I don't know if you were going to bring this up at all, but the episode where they each film like a music video Mm -hmm. because Jessica, so Nick films a music video first and he doesn't really like it. And then they go film the video for Sweetest Sin. which I think Rachel Zoe was like her stylist for that. Mm-hmm. And hers turns out really great. And then Nick kind of has the thing where, he, you know, her budget, I guess, was way more than his. And I feel like that's kind of like the first like seedling mm-hmm. of how, you know, they went into this marriage as Nick having the upper hand and being more successful. And I feel like that was the switch, the switch where something kind of happened where Jessica was getting you know better treatment. And so he had to like, he was on the phone with like record executives and having all these meetings and trying to like fight to get more money to make a new video. And at the time, you know, I think you're watching and you're just like, oh, like funny, haha, but like watching it back and like knowing how it ended. I mean, you could analyze it went. for, right. I know, Some I know. Layers. I don't really know why this whole show made Jessica's career skyrocket mm-hmm. and his kind of puttered out. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know why that is. I don't do, I don't know if you have any insight of why. You know, I think that's really hard. I mean, she was just so funny and I think people could relate to her, I guess, but I don't know. I really, uh, it did take a little while though, because Sweetest Sin came out and that kind of flopped that didn't do well. Right. And that was filmed for the first season. And then the second season they started filming that and the show had become a hit. Mm -hmm. And so she kind of tied that into her next album in the skin or what I think. Yeah. I think she re gosh, I could be wrong. I think she re-released the same album with that song with you as a bonus, right, right, right? Yeah. And then, the music video, remember, they like made all these references to the show. and Yeah, so then With You was like arguably her biggest hit she's ever had. Mm-hmm. And that came at the second season. But in the first season, she, you know, she did The Sweetest Sin. And I think people were kind of still not sure if they wanted to like her or not. They yeah. were like, is she kind of a flop? Yeah. And then she became this huge superstar mm-hmm. and for a, a little time in the second season. So this, the show ran for three seasons. So the second season was kind of midway. And at, at that point they were both becoming stars, mm-hmm. but you could tell hers was going higher and higher and his mm-hmm. was going lower and lower. And then by the third season, I mean, she had become this empire with, she had the dessert oh lotion gosh, yeah. line. Do you remember that? Yeah, you could like, <laughs> it was edible. You could lick it and all that stuff. Oh my uh, God. Yeah. She was doing all this stuff. And then Nick's was yeah. not going anywhere. He yeah. was kind of doing random appearances at a surfing event or something <laughs> at one point. And <laughs> it was like, yeah, things were happening, but I just wondered why. I, I, I don't know. I think she, I, people, she just is a bubbly person and funny. And uh, looking back on it now, though, it's like, were we laughing with her or were we laughing at her kind of yeah, thing? You know? know? And so it could have very well, I think that there were a lot of people just doing one or the other, but I think it was enough to just lift her up and, you know, make her more, you know, cause Nick was just like her kind of like the straight man in this situation yeah. where he was the, you know, she was like the funny you know, saying off weird remarks and that kind of <laughs> she stuff. She didn't and know what animals were. Like any animal, every, oh my God. every episode there's something where she's like, is a buffalo wing a buffalo? Yeah. Or like, <laughs> no, someone offers her a chick. She's like, do you want a buffalo wing? And she's like, I don't eat buffalo. Yeah. I don't eat buffalo. <laughs> buffalo idiot. Huh? <laughs> Why are they called buffalo wings? Baby, cause oh. And they're like, you dumbass. And then she uh, <laughs> thought it was called a platypus. I don't like platypus. It's like she doesn't know anything about animals. She needs to watch Animal Planet or something. But uh, is that part of her appeal or relatability? Or do you think we are laughing at her and that's what's fun about it? 
I think it's somewhere in the middle because you really, I mean, everyone has those moments, like everyone has those knowledge gaps, but she just has so many that it's just funny to just kind of see like, wow, like there really are people out there who just don't know anything or just, you know, so I guess there's a little bit of that, but. And we were talking before, I think that it's natural. I don't think she's putting this on for cameras. It seems like her stupidity is natural. I think she grew up, she's pretty. Jessica Simpson Mm -hmm. is gorgeous. Like I look at her in this and her skin is perfect. Like she, there's scenes with her without a stitch of makeup on. I'm like, oh my God, she's stunning. Mm -hmm. I think she just grew up being a really pretty person. And I think her dad, Joe, and her parents probably put her on this pedestal of like, she's so pretty. She doesn't really need to like expand her mind any more than needed because she's pretty and that's how she'll get through life. And so I think that that's kind of just how they raised her and how they nurtured her. And so she didn't, she didn't feel a need to like, she doesn't, she didn't feel a need to try to strive for more or educate herself in any kind of way because she's like, I'm good looking. So whatever. And then literally built a career on it. And now she's, of course, a billionaire with yep. her fashion empire yep. and all of that. And I think she's also brilliantly managed by Joe and maybe Tina. I don't know who took the reins. They did this show at a time when her career needed it most. Mm-hmm. And then she transitioned into the fashion stuff right. at the perfect time. Mm-hmm. And every decision, we've seen a lot of celebrities come and go with fashion lines. Yeah. Beyonce, J-Lo. I mean, people who haven't been able to, huge stars who haven't been able to sustain a fashion line. But for some reason, Jessica, whoever she's working mm-hmm. with or is managed with or by, I think they do a great job with her career. Mm-hmm. And I think they don't get enough credit, really. Yeah. From what I have read, I mean, I could be wrong, but I feel like this was kind of Joe's, he pushed them to do this. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was, a. I feel like you could look at it as either one of the most genius things ever or one of the worst things that could have ever happened to them because obviously they're not married anymore. And, you know, it kind of created a rift in their marriage. But I was so shocked looking back and doing some research and finding out that the show ended in 2005, March of 2005 and they announced their divorce in December of 2005 Mm -hmm. which is so weird to think that it only lasted that long. Yeah. They got married in like 2002 so they're only married for like three years which is crazy. And then if they announced it in December I'm sure it happened much earlier than that but you know they waited until the holidays to kind of make it a quick press cycle. A marriage is over long before you say it out loud or when people announce it. So I watched the series finale and I was wondering if they knew when they filmed the season finale that it was over. It's sort of like a clip show. Mm -hmm. So they're moving out of this house that they had moved into at the beginning of the series. Today's it's a very big day. We're um, we're packing up. We're packing up to move out of our out of our house. The first house we own together. We have a lot of great memories, but it's uh yeah, it's gonna be tough, but we're gonna, you know, pack up and, and move. And they're talking about some of their greatest memories. And they're looking at something and saying, oh, I remember when we did this. And then they would show a clip from the show. Oh, I remember when we first moved in here. We tried to do everything. I mean, I did do everything. You didn't, you went shopping with your mom or something. I was working with Drew. I told you, I wanted no part in it. Well, you made good on that. And then at the end of the episode, it's the weirdest thing because Jessica's sitting on the couch and she's like, Nick, I don't think I want to move. Sad. What are you sad about? I'm sad because I'm kind of having second thoughts. I'm moving? Don't be mad. Are you serious? I was moving because I thought you wanted to move. Well, I was moving because I thought you wanted to move. If you can tell me you want to stay, be sure about it. I don't want to, a month from now, hear that you want to move again. The only thing is that you'll make the sports room a nursery one day. Like, we'll have to take all that sports One day soon down. or one day? I don't know. If you want to stay here, I'll turn the sports room into a nursery. And I'll turn the second guest room into a sports room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying. <laughs> and it just sort of ends. <laughs> it's like, what was going on? Yeah. A part of me thinks maybe that they moved out of that. One of them moved out of that place. Um, and so the boxes were kind of there and they had to film this finale. Or maybe they wanted to like leave it open-ended or something where they didn't yeah. know what was going to happen. And so they were like, let's just end it this way. You know, it felt just so staged because yeah. the beginning of the show did feel so voyeuristic. And then by the end of the series, which this happens on so many reality shows where it's the authenticity kind of just is lost. Yeah. 
And uh, the finale, though, was just so strange. And then to think that a few months later they announced their divorce. And like, so by the end, were they just kind of playing this up? Maybe they also, or maybe they wanted to end the show to try to save their marriage, where it was like, let's just end it and see if we can salvage what we have. And you're so optimistic. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But then weren't there a lot of cheating rumors like on her end? I don't know. What were that? So I I heard, well, I was doing a little bit of research too. And I remember hearing about, because she filmed that. Dukes of Hazard movie. So that was like a big thing for her too. Right. Remember she booked Dukes of Hazard with Sean William, Sean William Scott, Scott and Johnny Knoxville, which the, looking back on that, that's like, oh my God, that was like I, a big wasn't deal. Wasn't it like a big deal of who would get that Daisy Duke role? Like, yes. Didn't Britney try out? Yes. Like, all the girls wanted it. And so like, Jessica <laughs> Simpson got it. And so I think that was kind of something. So the, I think there are rumors that I know Bam Margera was rumored to um, give it to Jessica Simpson. And given and sent text out from her bed immediately after while she was having an after sex pee. Really? Yeah, he was after- sending out texts, <laughs> sending out texts bragging about his conquest before he even got out of her bed. Was that true? Is he that happened? Yeah, it was verified by the recipient of those texts. Oh my God, I love it! I love that because everyone knows yeah. that they had sex, but everyone, but she always I, you know, denies it. Like, yeah, and then she tried to have like a movie career for like a hot second. That movie Ugh. she did with like Dane Cook. Dane. And, and also she did a weird movie where she was in the army. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never yeah. saw it. But yeah. they oh also gosh. did a lot of weird tie-ins. I mean, they did a variety show for mm-hmm. ABC where they were doing sketch comedy. She also did a pilot for a show called Jessica. I think that was also either ABC or NBC, and you can watch it on YouTube, and it's a oh sitcom. It's like a, it's batshit. I'm doing that. I can't believe my plane went to Vegas. I mean, why would anybody put LAS on a ticket going to Vegas? <laughs> Because it's Las Vegas. It's Las Vegas? Yes. Wouldn't they change it? Please do it. I watched it recently. It's on the full pilot. It was on YouTube, at least last when I watched it a few months back. And it's crazy. I mean, she's trying to do a sitcom. Yeah. (laughs) But then they did a bunch of Christmas specials and they did a lot of duets together. Mm -hmm. It was interesting what they ended up getting out of all this. Yeah. Do you think that the fame and the success of the show caused their divorce? 100%. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So you I think, think if they weren't, if they didn't do the show, they would still be together today? You know. You think they would have lasted longer than they did? A little yeah. longer. I think they would have maybe made it to like five years or something. Yeah. But I think that starting off their marriage, they already had these issues where just, you know, Jessica was so much younger and just there were so many things in life that she, she wasn't a fully realized person when they got married mm-hmm. by any means. I mean, I don't think at 23, I was a fully yeah. realized person. So to kind of commit to something that's like supposed to be forever at that age is risky. I mean, it can work out for some people, but you know, but I think everything with the show and the success just kind of magnified everything and just like sped up the process. You and know? Uh, we talked about this earlier, but in heterosexual relationships, I think it's hard when a male isn't as successful as a female. Oh, yeah. I think there's something weird that happens to, you know, that toxic masculinity or whatever. There's for sure resentment there because, and this is another thing I read too, is when they got married, Nick was obviously the more successful one. And so they didn't want, um, just cause they didn't want to sign a prenup because if something were to happen, you know, they were just kind of in this mindset of, Oh, well, Nick's the more successful one. So they split up, you know, Jessica would just get half of whatever Nick's was, but karma kind of came around to bite them in the ass because at the end, Jessica was more successful. And I guess she only wanted to pay him like a million dollars or something like that. But he ended up getting like 12 million or something like that. But I I mean, this is all like reported, but, um, so I'm taking it as true. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's true to me. It's true. I read on BuzzFeed, so it's true. <laughs> uh, you know what I also realized is that the show New Girl, the names of the Nick two and Jessica. Nick and Jessica. Because <laughs> I Googled, I wanted to yeah. see their proposal. So I Googled Nick and Jessica proposal because I think it happened like on a boat or something. I think they show a clip of it on the show, but I wanted to see if there was like a real video of it. And so I Googled Nick and Jessica proposal and it was from New Girl. I was so upset when I went on Google and I saw so many pictures of New Girl when I Googled <laughs> Nick and Jessica and I thought, what is wrong with this new generation? This is, <laughs> like, this they do not terrible. know the correct Nick and Jessica. Right. All right, I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate because every time there's a commercial break and I'm watching one of my shows, I'm always hopping on the Redfin app or website because I just want to check out real estate listings. Like I love checking out real estate listings, even for the houses that I cannot afford. It's my favorite app to use Redfin. Uh, I just got a home, of course, but it was a pretty stressful process. And if I would have known how easy Redfin was, I think it would have helped out a lot. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Well, book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy an experienced local Redfin agent, 
can guide you through the whole process, making it so easy. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents with a listing fee as low as 1%. Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. Now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. So I have a bunch of questions for you. I'm just going to run through these. Mm -hmm. We might have covered them. I I was going to ask who has a better career. Jessica does still. Mm -hmm. Did you watch Nick and Vanessa on Dancing with the Stars at all? They did it last season. Oh my God, really? Yeah, they did it together. I feel like that was like 10 years ago that they did that. No, it was like last, I think it was the last season, so maybe a year or two ago yeah. on Dancing with the Stars, but I had to watch it for, I was doing this thing and they asked me to watch an episode of it and it was weird to watch them yeah. together and they had this weird competition and jealousy. I, I The one episode I watched, of yeah. course I didn't see the whole season, but it seemed like there was this weird jealousy and then there were reports in the media of him sleeping with the girl he was mm-hmm. training with and mm-hmm. I don't know, it was bad shit well, though. it's funny too because Drew was on Dancing with the stars. I think he was on the first season or mm-hmm. the second. Like he won Early Drew, on. his brother, Drew Lachey. So it's funny. I bet you they were trying to get Nick for like years and years and years. Yeah. And this is another thing that I thought of. So I think this was in like 2006 or something after Nick and Jessica broke up. Do you remember how Nick and Kim Kardashian went on a date together and she called the paparazzi to catch them on the date? It was a very interesting time, obviously, in my life because I was newly back on the market, mm-hmm. as it were. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, she and I did go uh, spend an afternoon together. And somehow, mysteriously, a bunch of paparazzi showed up at the movie theater. And, and uh, yeah, that, oh, really? was, that was kind of the, the beginning of, uh, you know, that was the beginning of the, of the Kardashian journey, as it were. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but that's kind of interesting that the paparazzi mysteriously popped up. They did pop up, but they, you know, they have a way of knowing where these things happen. How they find out, I don't know. And I, I don't Chris, <coughs> Chris. At the time, Nick was like super famous, and Kim was still just like Paris Hilton's closet, closet, lady. closet bitch. <laughs> and so, to think that there was a time in our world. <sighs> Where Nick Lachey was more successful than Kim Kardashian, and like she was using him to leverage fame. Amazing. Like, is that it's a little hard, a hard to comprehend? Like, what a time to be alive! Like, truly, what a time that is so crazy. You can a it, lot of random people during that time. Yeah, I think didn't he date like Christian Cavallari too or something? Yes. And who did she date? Did she, she dated I can't like John Mayer? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Adam Levine. Didn't John Mayer she say she went was on, like, like sexual napalm? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She went on. She did her like her hoe thing, which is that. That's Good why I her. think you shouldn't get married that young. Yeah. You gotta get your hoe years out before you get married. Now, do you think Nick and Vanessa will ever do reality TV, or do you think he kind of learned his lesson? Because it seems like they'd be ripe for a show right. about their lives. They have three kids. Mm-hmm. It seems like they would be mm-hmm. good for a show like that. If they did, I feel like they would try to, like how, you know, Mariah did Mariah's World. Like, it's like a docu-series. <laughs> like, I feel like they would go that route where it's like only eight episodes and they're like, it's not a, it's a docu-series. Um, mm-hmm. It's not a reality show. So I feel like if they were, I feel like it would air on like TLC or something. Or they would like, I feel like I could see them doing like an HG, HGTV oh. situation trying to be like a Chip and Joanna. Because Nick is super into construction and doing shit himself. So Amanda, I'd watch that. <laughs> Right? I would watch that. Should we get some HGTV execs? I'm sure the they've gotten a lot of offers for a reality show. I couldn't imagine Vanessa wanting to go through the press cycle of that and having to hear like, oh, Nick, you're doing reality. It would like right. be a lot of Jessica. Right. Even when I followed Nick on Instagram, it said suggestions on who to follow. And the first one was Jessica. It wasn't Vanessa. It was like Jessica. Oh my God. I'm oh like, my that God. must kill Vanessa. Yeah. Do you think that their kids will ever see newlyweds on DVD or something? Like Nick's kids or Jessica's kids? Probably. I mean, on it, like I feel like we're gonna get to a point where their kids are gonna be old enough where they're, you know, I mean, Google exists. Yeah, they'll end up googling, and it just must be so weird to see your parents in such an intimate relationship with someone else, right? Because it's one thing, you know, you know, people get divorced all the time, and if you have a parent who was married before, it's one thing to be like, oh, you know, but to like be able to see their marriage like so intimately and. That would be very, very odd. Very odd. Did their divorce tarnish the legacy of the show? Do you think if they didn't get divorced, we would be looking back on these three seasons and like, oh, that was such a cute thing? Or do you think it doesn't matter? Do you think we still watch it? People who are fans of the show are still going to rewatch it. 
I think if you liked the show, you liked the show. Yeah. I mean, regardless of how it ended, obviously with the divorce. And I think we, I just look back at it with such fondness. I was like, I think it was like 15 when it started airing. And I just remember thinking it was so funny. And it was so, almost in a way that like with The Bachelor, like people watch The Bachelor and The Bachelor is good, but sometimes it's almost that like bonding experience that you have with the other viewers that enhances it. And so mm-hmm. I kind of look back on the newlyweds and think like, oh, like I remember talking about that with my friends and just thinking it was so funny and, you know, all the little like chicken of the sea things and all the little inside jokes. Like that to me is what makes the show, you know, how it ended. There is such a legacy to it. And I posted on Instagram some stuff about it and I got so many messages of people being like, I'm going to break out my DVDs. Like I need to rewatch it. I haven't seen it in a while. And so there is something fun to go back to. And it's all on YouTube too. If you like, that's how I was watching it. So have you ever watched the Ashley Simpson show on YouTube? I'm, we'll have to do another episode about the Ashley Simpson show because I'm obsessed with it too. I'm so down. I love that. Like Ryan Cabrera is like having (gasps) this like resurgence, but yes, as you you say, I digress. I digress. I know (laughs) Ryan Cabrera. Isn't he back with Audrina? Mm -hmm. Oh, what a time dreams. So what's your favorite Jessica Simpson song? Uh, I think I'm in love with you (gasps) Me too. (laughs) (laughs) which also has one of the greatest lines ever where it's, I don't know what's gotten into me, but I kind of think I know what it is. Yeah. It's like, do you know or not? was that for Halloween when I was like, it's not great. I wore like, I think I just got one of my dad's like white dress up shirts and just tied it up. And then I had my mom like French braid my hair. There's definitely a photo of it somewhere. I'll have to try to dig it out for you. Yeah. I'll post Um, it as like the cover image or something. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I guess I was more into Jessica Simpson than I, than I gave her credit for because I dress up as her for Halloween. So she's got some bops. I was re-listening to Sweetest Sin, Irresistible Mm -hmm. a little bit. I want to love you forever. I think I'm in love. Like there's mm-hmm. some good songs in her back catalog. I like their, oh, I guess this is a 98 degree song though, but not the one that she's in the music video for my everything. Oh, right. And she's, Nick is like a trucker and she like mm-hmm. works at a, she in a diner or whatever. I like that song. Uh, what's your favorite Nick song or 98 degrees? Whew. Mine's what's left to me. And I think that's like one of those grocery store anthems that oh, I yeah. always talk about. Like I think it's a grocery store anthem. You for hear sure. it in the grocery store for all of time. We're mm-hmm. going to be hearing it. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. They both came out with breakup anthems oh, at, right. right after they broke up and Nick's did really well and yeah. then Jessica's flopped. Like I don't even remember what was Jessica? I don't even remember. I belong to me. And remember she cut her hair in the video oh. like real dramatically and then there's also live performances of her singing it because it was right after they announced their divorce or whatever. Yeah. And there's live performances where she's like crying. It's it's yeah. embarrassing. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. I mean 90 degree song I love The Hardest Thing. Hardest Thing is so good. Invisible Man, I remember having I was having literally that. just going to say that. Ugh. It's so underrated. Totally. Wasn't that their first single, maybe? I think so, yeah. Um, is Jessica a good singer? I'd say no. <laughs> she's not a be- She's a better singer than I am. Yeah, she's yeah, not yeah, a, yeah. She's not a good singer, but she's not a bad singer. Yeah. She just can sing, which is good she for She can you. sing, yeah. Good I wish you. she would come out with more music. Like, I want her to... I want her and Mandy Moore to come out with new albums. That would be... Like, what is she waiting for? Like, come on, know. just go do it. Well, so she came out with that country album a while back, and when she was coming out with that, she said, I always want to do country. I won't go back to pop. I remember her being on The View talking about how she would never go back to pop, and then the country thing flopped, but I want her to come back in like a pop way mm-hmm. and just embrace all that like very poppy music. I agree. Do you have anything for me? Do You said you brought some notes. Did we go oh. over everything from the notes? Are we good? I have so many notes. So, so I... Notes. Favorite moments? Oh my gosh. You know who the unsung hero of the show is? Is Drew. Drew. Drew had so many funny moments. Nick's brother. Nick's brother. My sister and I, shout out to Kara, literally still will like quote things that Drew says to say. They go, <laughs> when they go golfing yeah. and there's all these different colored golf balls and she's like, what are these ones for? Da, 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 da. And he's like explaining them to her and he goes, the red ones are for the hose. <laughs> and we like literally still say that to each other to this day. He is in it more than I remember him being yeah. in it. Like he's a, a, a main character in the show. Yeah. I just. Do you think he's hot? I think his height works against him, you know? Mm-hmm. He looks mm-hmm. like he's like no taller than like 5'6". Yeah. So that... And Nick's short too, but yeah, compared to like Drew. Five, ten. Yeah. And then Jessica's short too. I think Jessica's like maybe like 5'2 or something yeah. like that. She's, yeah. she's super short. Oh, one of my favorite episodes, if you haven't watched it in your shuffle episodes, you should go back and watch it, but it's, it's her birthday party, her 23rd birthday party. It's Alice in Wonderland themed. <laughs> And these are, these are the, these are the celebrity guests that are like featured Lance Bass, 
Pink, <laughs> Tay Diggs, Wait, and Anthony Michael Hall Wait, were why? all on her 23rd birthday. Why is Pink at her 23rd birthday? I feel I like Pink hated all those girls. Well, maybe, so this is what, she, she would have turned 23 in like 2003, right? So maybe this was like post Lady Marmalade, like drama. And so Pink, maybe she went as like a F you to, oh, to Christina. Christina or something. That makes but, sense. That tracks for sure. Um, wow. That is like a I'm really I'm going to rewatch that as soon as you And her tacky, 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 speaking of fashion, like her white Louis Vuitton, like <laughs> colorful purse that she probably just thought was so chic. Sure. I, it cracks me up because I'm sure in 2003... If I could have gotten my hands on one of those, I probably, yeah. I'm sure I would have loved it. Me too. There was like a lot of her shopping in the show oh, and yeah. like spending too much money. And there was one episode where she called up Nick and she's like, I accidentally spent 400 bucks on a bra or something. She <laughs> or bought so- two pairs of underwear and two bras for $700. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I just didn't look at the tags and I can't return it. I made an uh-oh. Like, yeah, it's really like, yeah, they'll do those little fights and she's just like, don't be mad at me. Yeah. She and bought like, sheets for $1,400. $1,400. It's like she didn't understand money at all. And he would just yell at her. How much were they? Huh? How much? How much? $1,400. Jessica Simpson. What? Don't be mad. Oh, Nick, come $1, on. $1,400 for what? sheets? You sleep on them every night. I sleep on the ones we got now every night. I don't but have I a problem. I don't like them. I don't sleep good. Yeah, I like I said, I think she just kind of grew up in... And, she was kind of a pop star early-ish on. Like, I think they started dating when she was only, like, 18. Yeah. So she probably just didn't... She never grew up. He became never, her daddy. And he oh could God. become my daddy. <laughs> Dark. <laughs> there was a lot of just baby voice. And then a lot of times you could tell he just did not like her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you oh, could yeah. see, we just we get so annoyed yeah. with her. And he would try to, like, funnily be like, shut up. Like, please stop <laughs> yeah, talking. Not even... Yeah, and not even trying to mask the language. He would just say, Jessica, shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, it, what's funny, too, is, like, I didn't really realize it until I kind of looked back and rewatched it, is... She likes to party. She likes to drink. Mm-hmm. She's drunk in like a lot of the episodes, which makes for very funny um, TV. But like, it, it cracked me up watching the episode where they go back to Ohio for his grandma's mm-hmm. wedding, which his grandma had only been widowed for a year and a half and was already getting married again. I was like, that's Ohio. That's yeah, that's Ohio. <laughs> I was like, you're moving on so fast. Yeah. But so they go out and they get wasted and then they have to go to either like the rehearsal dinner, like the wedding. And they're like, all oh, so hungry. Yeah. Hunger where they get Wendy's. Yes. Yeah. I just watched that one. <laughs> it, uh, that's just so good to me. Like how that's just it's hilarious. So good. But for some reason they were able to keep their perception, the media perception of them as these good, good, mm-hmm. goody goodies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the show could be rebooted today? And if so, who do you think it would be about? I mean, I would of course love it if they rebooted it with them. <laughs> I would literally die. Could you like, imagine how much money do you think it would take to get Nick and Jessica to film something together? Like, like another ten, variety hour like together. $10 billion. Like, <laughs> I wish like there was something like ABC had in the contract when they did that variety show where it's like they're allowed to pick it up. Like, like 15 years or something. <laughs> yeah, like, wouldn't that be like they're allowed to pick up a season two yeah. or a second hour or something. <laughs> and then they just decided, you know what, we're going to exercise that right. And oh then Nick God. and Jessica had to come back and film just sketches like that those would, awful fucking sketches. That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be so good. I would pay like a monthly subscription if, or something. Um, if Netflix. You, if you've never watched their variety hour, please go watch their the Christmas variety mm-hmm. hour. Mm-hmm. And there's a moment where they're doing Baby It's Cold Outside and the choreography of this song is the most insane choreography I've ever seen on anything ever. Like they're dancing on tables and they're singing Baby It's Cold Outside. It's just batshit. It's no. amazing. Well, that's one funny thing about with going back to that music video that Nick made. And I feel like that was kind of around the time that Justin Timberlake was going solo too. And so he was probably obviously like comparing himself to Justin as well. But it's like, Nick, you don't dance. Yeah, they like, can't you dance. Really do- like Justin at least has that for him where he can dance. Like Nick, you don't dance. What are, do you have to offer other than like yeah. singing whatever but i guess like if a, a new couple were to is there a new young couple that is kind of in a similar point in their career when to start as nick and jessica were to start that's hard you know like i i guess my brain goes to like someone like Haley baldwin and like you know what i mean like someone yeah, of that like justin bieber and Haley baldwin but i mean justin's obviously i think he's probably more famous than nick or Jessica yeah. ever were but but um, that kind of level like a Haley baldwin level yeah, yeah something like right. that where we listen to that who we 
podcast and it's like Shelton one of the Weekly. who's <laughs> she's a she's perfect a, example a of a who yeah, yeah. she's a perfect two <laughs> so like having like a two who, who's <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. oh exactly two yeah. who's like for sure they see the funny thing is too though nowadays just the way the media landscape has changed i don't even necessarily know if you approached an up-and-coming couple were like hey do you want to be on an mtv reality show they'd be like no we're gonna like do vlogs or something you know they would mm-hmm. want to do we want to go to netflix we want to do something other than that so i don't yeah. even really know if um anyone would do it anyone would be into it yeah or they would want to like do it themselves or something you know This was such a fun blast from the past. Yes. I love talking about it. I could talk about it forever. Me too. Now, I want to talk real quickly about something that you have going on. It's an amazing Instagram account. It's one of my favorites. Tell us about it. Tell us the name and tell me more about it. So my Even sis- though I already know about it. Yes, yes. So my <laughs> sisters and I are really into Disneyland. We're very big Disney heads. And um, we run an Instagram account called Disneyland Foodies. And we post different pictures of all the kinds of foods that Disneyland has to offer because they're always changing menus. And, and some so. people don't know sort of the history of Disneyland food. Like it's right. it's a thing. Yeah, there's like churro, like because there's, you know, obviously you have like your staple foods, like you have churros and corn dogs and... Oh my God, the Disneyland corn dog is one of my favorite things. So I get good. it literally. I right when I get to the park, I'm like, I need to go yeah. get my corn dog, yeah. and then I can enjoy the rest of my day. Right. It's so you know you you obviously have, yeah you have all the traditional foods, but then they're always changing things up. Like they're adding for like seasonal things. Like they'll have certain things for summer or certain things for Halloween, and so they're always changing menus. And so we go and we trek down to Disneyland, and we take you know I do all the legwork. I try all the foods for you guys, oh, and like someone's got to do it. Someone has to do it. But no, so it's really fun. It's been a fun little thing called, that we do. It's Disneyland Foodies, yeah, right? It's at Disneyland Foodies, all one word. And it's like it's food porn. It's like delicious yeah. food porn. Yeah, so everyone fun. go follow. Yeah, you should. And where can they follow you directly on social media? So I'm at a Hassica on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. So, and I'm also in the Facebook group if you want to come find me. Oh, yeah. Me everyone go to the Everything Iconic Facebook group. Yes. Just search Everything Iconic on Facebook. Follow me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you everyone for listening. Again, find me on social media. Rate and review this if you like it. And go to Patreon for bonus episodes and Real Housewives of New York recaps and everything else. I love you guys. love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com.